of Ed and All Hope listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well, etc., etc. The weekend, or the week, I should say, keeps chugging along. And there's really not much happening here game-wise. We just had another game lounge open up in Norman, which is about, oh, I'd say 25 minutes from here. They used to be known as Luton XP. I played there many a time. They closed last year. And they just opened up as, what is it called? Common Space Game Lounge now. And so I intend to visit it sometime in the next week or so, take pick gauge with me and so we're going to check it out i hope they do well i'd like to visit two or three times it's just it's a bit of a it's a bit of a drive anyway i'm of the mind to think about movies again in a certain way in a way to help me with my adventures in the role-playing in the role-playing arena and we'll talk about that after this now, this isn't anything new that I haven't talked about before, because you know I'm into to movies, things like that. I like to set up my games like that. I like to think of them that way. I think of, think of scene, encounter similar scenes in a movie, things like that. And, you know, I like a good movie. I like a great movie, but I think of the, I think of the, the run-of-the-mill movies. I'm, I'm not going to say trash, but... You know, the, the programmers, things like that. I love the... One one thing I really like is the 1950s and 60s, and even into the 70s, these independent producers would come up with an idea based on a title. And I've talked about this before. But, you know, if you think like a producer, if you think of like about a, like a film producer or a director, and create your adventures that way, I think that's a real plus because they will do stuff like come up with a title first and then come up with the plot. Somebody would hand them a title or they get a title. If you watch the movie matinee, the way John Goodman has Lawrence Woolsey, you know, he'll sit there and he, the one scene where they were stopping at a gas station on their way to the premiere and he's going, uh, let's see, alligator, Galligator, Galligator, yeah, Galligator. That sounds like great. I'm going to have to write, you know, like he's like I'm going to have to write that when I get back to Hollywood. And I I love that stuff because you can either you can either follow it and just make something exploited like that, or totally subvert it like Val Luton used to do. He used to be handed titles saying, "This is the title of your next movie. Go ahead of it, written and produce it." And he was under other restrictions, but that was the ba- basically he never got to title his own movies, which is okay because he take the title and he uses a jumping off point for something else, which I thought was brilliant. And that's the kind of thing I think about all the time when I'm doing a movie. If I can come up with a title and I can base it off of something like that, in fact, it would behoove you to go back to look at some of these 50s, 60s movies, monster movies or whatever, and look at the titles, see what they did with them. Some of them are just plain exploitive. They just, you know, they take it literally. And, you know, if you've got something like the brain that wouldn't die, you know, they, that's a 
you know, the, you're going to see a brain and you're going to see some kind of horror and, you know, that's it. But then there are some people who will take that and there's just, just elevate it. I, there's a, one of my favorite movies is, um, this isn't an ex exploitation movie, but it was in the 80s or whatever, um, Pleasantville, or the 90s, I think. Pleasantville, starring Tobey Maguire and Reese Witherspoon. And it's a premise. Somebody, the director was gotten the premise of what if people actually lived in a 50s sitcom and managed to get transported there somehow. And I remember listening or watching documentary or listening to the commentary on the film. And the director said, he says, I like when I can come up with a high concept or somebody gives me with a high concept idea. And I want to see what else I can do with it. Maybe make it deeper. Maybe make it more meaningful. Maybe cover, cover things that you don't, you don't see every day. And that's great. It makes a better movie. It makes a deeper movie. So if you can come up with something like, I don't know, um, <clears throat> let's see, something like the Orcs of Hollow Point or the Mad Mage of Bentonville or the monster that threatened the, the monster that threatened the nation, the monster that uh, threatened whatever, and just basic, basically base a adventure off of that. That's what I did. I mean, I've got a, a venture called The Castle of the Howling Dead. And I just thought up the title and it was part of my it was the it was the end it was the end scenario for my for my cattle drive campaign. And it's like, okay, let's just come up with a with a title. I took out the cards um, the game Grave Robbers from Outer Space, which is where you pay, play it's a card game where you play Producers of competing exploitation films. It's got all the cliches and everything in there. But each of, each of the card has a word on it. And you've got to deal your cards, deal out like six cards, and take those words and make a title for your movie. And you get po extra points for every word you use from those cards. And I just took out the, the deck and go, okay, Castle, Howling, Dead. The Castle, the Howling, Dead. There's my title. Now, what am I going to write? And then I came up with it from there. I... I, I came up with a drunken vampire. I came up with, with, you know, undead trying to attack, and he had nothing to do with it, and he wants him to find out why, and all this other stuff. And it, it, tangentially had to do with howling dead. I mean, I had, I had a few of them out there who would howl. I mean, I mix it up with the undead with like there was werewolves in the forest. So you have howling and dead. So, yes. So, you know, you basically, I basically played homage to the title and just did my own thing. And that's to me, was makes the best games. Once again, you're, you're making a story arc too. I mean, you never know where the players are going to take it. So, you know, just come up with your concept and the premise is going to work this way. You set up the premise. They take the premise and do whatever the heck they want with it. That's the whole idea. And if you start thinking like an exploitation producer, an exploitation director, I think it will help you. That helps you. To me, giving me somebody giving me a title helps me think outside the box. It's like, okay, you want the title to be the, the Man Scorpions of Ublacat. Okay, fine. Let's figure out 
man scorpions, and there's a place called Ublacot, and what else can we do with it? We can make a whole, that to me, that suggests a, an Egyptian run, like Africa or the Foreign Legion or something like that. So, or, you know, kind of like I keep thinking of the old mummy, mummy films, you know, that kind of thing. You end up in a, in a temple or a pyramid or something like that. I think about the Lost City. There you go. But anyway, I think you get the idea. So try that sometime. Just come up with some title that just is, see, the whole thing is the title has to be, it has to be lurid. I mean, the guys who would make the, the like the pot boiler novels, even the porn novels back in the 50s and 60s and the and the the pulp the pulp detective stuff you know they come up with i mean you know mickey spillane was really good with that i the jury you know that kind of thing so just think like those and i think you'd be all right so i gotta start my day so i'm gonna leave that there if you want to talk about it oldmangrognargmail.com or you can drop a voicemail and anchor we're monetized so as little as 99 cents a month. You can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, and John Allen. Thanks, guys, for supporting me. Dan Gregg's The Young YRNG Grognard Podcast is a good listen. Mark C. Walring's The Yawning Albert is another one. And we also have John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries and Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.